This is the Eye on Potatoes, brought to you by the National Potato Council. The Eye is the place to tune in for conversations with growers and thought leaders on advocacy, production, and all things potatoes. Now, here's your host, Lane Nordland. Alrighty, friends, welcome back to yet again another conversation on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. Of course, we want to thank our sponsor of the program, Syngenta, for continuing to bring you these conversations with producers, members of the industry, and those who market our products, not only here in the United States, but across the world. And and on that marketing arm of our business, we are joined today by the Chief Marketing Officer of Potatoes USA, Kim Brashears, joins us. And Kim, how how are things down in the Denver office here uh, as we make our way through September? It's officially fall. It is, and it is fantastic. Things in Denver are beautiful, and uh, we just keep uh, promoting potatoes and eating potatoes here in our office, so it's a great place to be. Well, uh, again, Potatoes USA does so much uh, for the producers out in the countryside and making sure that those products uh, get to consumers across the world. A very, very important job. And and Kim, uh, your career with Potatoes USA, you've been there for for about eight years now. But that new title that you have, Chief Marketing Officer, uh, what does that mean to you? Your time with with Potatoes USA and now being able to, to take the helm as Chief Marketing officer and looking ahead to to the the bright future that the potato industry has well i'm very honored to be the chief marketing officer of potatoes usa as you mentioned i have been here for eight years always in a marketing role i absolutely love potatoes i love marketing so it is truly a match made in heaven now let's maybe talk about your background, how you got started in, in marketing and advertising and finding yourself at Potatoes USA. Lane, I started my career at an ad agency and worked there for many years. I've also spent some time working at a nonprofit and in a very large publicly traded company, all in marketing positions. I've worked in a lot of industries, having the opportunity to work uh, at an agency that included home building products, home design products, telecommunications, spent some time promoting lodging and tourism, dabbled a little bit in high tech, digital marketing, and even the yellow pages. Well, it's amazing just to to see how uh, different aspects of marketing and advertising really come into play when when you're promoting a great product like potatoes. And and when you're looking at this, you also have a great opportunity to interact with the producers, with the packers, with the the manufacturing arm of that. What what does that mean to know that you are face-to-face, you get to meet these individuals face-to-face, and uh, tell them about uh, your successes in promoting their product. Oh, I absolutely love it. Spending time with industry members as well as everybody across the supply chain, you know, uh, people within the potato industry that work in so many different facets to working with importers and distributors for potatoes, uh, to working with food service operators and chefs and retailers and food manufacturers as well as consumers. Potatoes are just such a loved product. It's so fun to promote that and to work with just phenomenal people all across the the supply chain. Now, there's uh, quite a few different teams at Potatoes USA that that work together to promote uh, potatoes. And as you you just quickly went over just the different areas that that uh, that you focus on, but 
there's a lot of trade barriers out there. There's a lot of issues that, uh, that, that are challenging, but thanks to you and your team and also the collaboration with the National Potato Council, these barriers are able to come down. It might take 30 years to do it sometimes uh, in pertain, uh, pertaining to Mexico, but uh, how important is it just to have a collaboration between your team and also the National Potato Council and, and all the members out in the field actually growing potatoes? Collaboration is the name of the game. We could not do it without each other. I am very fortunate to work alongside so many uh, dedicated, smart, brilliant individuals to ensure that we can market potatoes and sell potatoes, whether it's here in the U.S. or exporting to many countries around the world. Um, you mentioned Mexico as an example. Uh, I'm the benefactor of Mexico being open. Actually, John Tosburn, who was the chief marketing officer for many, many years at Potatoes USA, worked for decades with uh, the National Potato Council, uh, Bryant Christie, and people across the industry to get the country open for fresh potatoes. Uh, so it is a team effort. We can't, none of us can do it alone. And uh, it's one of the joys of my job, actually, is to work alongside so many great individuals to further potatoes. Well, let's just talk about that, really furthering the profile of U.S. potatoes around the world. And, and uh, again, we, we talked about uh, Matt Lance and his team at Bryant Christie. And, uh, again, John Tosburn and Matt and, and Cam Quarles and I had a great podcast back uh, in January at Potato Expo in Anaheim discussing just the challenges but also the uh, celebration of having that market fully open. We know there's still some challenges there, uh, but that's uh, the important work that's being done on the policy side and the promotion side, of course. But well, let's maybe talk about expanding the profiles of U.S. potatoes in other sectors of the world. What, what are some of those bright new opportunities that we're seeing as uh, as the world opens up a little more uh, as we, uh, we look at the main pandemic of COVID uh, uh, behind us? It's still there, but uh, let's let's talk about those bright, bright spots of marketing opportunities. Well, the great news is that potatoes are in high demand globally. Potatoes are just loved. In the U.S. in particular, in international markets, is known for the quality and consistency and the taste profile of the product. So that's a great place to start as we're looking to expand uh, opportunities internationally. It's just how well-respected the U.S. potato is. So looking to Mexico, we still do have challenges in the fresh potato market down there. Uh, we're eager to expand the market. We're excited for the new crop that's in pro being harvested right now, calls every day. When can we get product? When can we get product? Which is great. But beyond Mexico, uh, Japan is a huge, our second largest export market. The uh, consumers, the food service operators in Japan just love our product. But we only export today frozen and dehydrated products into Japan. So we have our eye on trying to get the market open for fresh potato exports as well. That's our next biggest opportunity. And then there's just opportunities across the globe and challenges that come up as well. And I'm thankful for the partnership uh, that we talked about earlier with Matt Lance at, um, and Adam Hallowell at BCI, as well as Cam Quarles at NPC. Um, and 
the work and the expertise they have in ensuring that we keep potato trade open across the globe. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us here today. And we're going to continue our conversation with Potatoes USA's Chief Marketing Officer. But we do need to thank our friends at Syngenta for sponsoring today's show. But don't go away. We're going to talk about uh, some changes that Kim has seen over the years at Potatoes USA. And also, we will talk about nutrition and the importance of promoting nutrition on potatoes. We'll be back right after these words from our friends at Syngenta. Syngenta cares about potato producer productivity and offers a wide variety of seed treatment options protecting your investment from the beginning. Syngenta's all-liquid seed treatment Cruiser Max Potato offers protection from harmful insect pests, including Colorado potato beetle, green peach aphid, and leafhoppers. Additionally, Cruiser Max Potato delivers immediate protection against fungal diseases. Contact your local retailer for more information. Cruiser Max Potato, Cruiser 5FS, Dynasty or Maxim MZ to find out what best fits your farm needs. Again, a big thank you to our friends at Syngenta for helping bring you this conversation here on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. Kim Bashirs joins us, Chief Marketing Officer of the Potatoes USA entity, and of course, uh, the National Potato Council, who brings you this podcast, is the policy arm, and Potatoes USA is the promotion arm for producers out in the countryside. And Kim, with your new role as chief marketing officer, you're not new to Potatoes USA. Working there for eight years, promoting the product here in the U.S. and worldwide, what are some changes that you've seen in the marketing arm of uh, the U.S. potato industry? Uh, we've seen name changes. We've seen a shift in marketing strategies. Uh, what, what are some of those uh, uh, key uh, achievements that you've seen along the way? Lane, as I reflect back since I started at uh, Potatoes USA, there have been uh, quite a few changes. You mentioned the name change. I think that's a pretty significant transition in how we've marketed potatoes. When I first joined the organization, we were the United States Potato Board, and now we market as Potatoes USA. This actually was a deliberate change. We thought about it, you know, when we market potatoes, we're marketing potatoes. It's, we need to put the product out in the forefront, and talking about the organization that promotes the product really just didn't make a lot of sense. So this name change to Potatoes USA that we did many years ago, early in my tenure here at, at Potatoes USA, uh, really helped to change the focus of our marketing and really put the, the focus where it should be, which is on the wonderful product. And as we look at that product as well, Kim, it's so important in today's world. Consumers want to know about the nutritional qualities of the food that they eat. Could you maybe expand upon how Potatoes USA is refocus some of those efforts to dive into nutritional quality and also uh, deliver some really tasty recipes for consumers as well. Absolutely. Potato nutrition research is really important. And for reasons I don't understand, potatoes often receive a bad rap. The science understanding the role of potato nutrition is critical. And this has really accelerated during my time here at Potatoes USA. The Alliance for Potato Education and Research, sometimes referred to as APRI, was formed. And they focus on three areas of nutrition science, cardiometabolic health, healthy diet patterns, and healthy lifestyles. The research, the nutrition research that is conducted really helps us understand 
the nutritional profile of the product, which is essential to putting our best foot forward and dispelling some of the myths and misunderstandings about the product that have been out there for many years. We at Potatoes USA have leaned into this research really heavily. As new research comes out, we promote it with nutrition scientists, with dietitians, nutrition professionals, and of course with consumers, all with the goal of making sure that everyone is well-informed about just how nutritious and delicious potatoes are. Well, also on that front, from the, a name change to the formation of these entities that can help uh, do the research behind nutrition uh, standards, you, you also have launched different ways of marketing potatoes as well. C- can you share more on uh, the opportunities that we now have when we look at different slogans and campaigns that have uh, come in the last few years? Yes. The great thing about potatoes is that they're well-loved, but as we already talked about, the nutritional profile isn't always understood, the nutritional component. So we looked at every piece of nutrition research that's ever been conducted a couple years ago, looked at that. We talked to hundreds and hundreds of consumers to really understand what their needs are, and we came up with a new campaign a couple years ago. Uh, The slogan of it is potatoes real food, real performance. We also ask people, what are you eating? Again, putting the focus back on potatoes. And the campaign leverages the performance benefits of potatoes, which not only can world-class athletes benefit from, but you and I, uh, as everyday consumers can benefit from, because we all have the need to perform at our best, and potatoes provide us that fuel. So the campaign talks about that, we feature that, and it's really catching momentum. So we're excited. So when we're looking at these marketing strategies, what are some of the most important elements that are included when trying to engage with uh, consumers on multiple media fronts, whether that is traditional uh, uh, marketing, TV, radio, print, but also digital? How has that changed the game in trying to get the essential information out there and accurate information out there for consumers that just want to know where their food's coming from? Well, certainly we all can say that the way that we engage with communications today is different from even five years ago. It is changing so rapidly. At the same time, our attention spans are shorter and shorter. So our job has become a bit harder as marketers because we have to catch consumers' attention, frankly, anybody's attention within nanoseconds, or they just move on to the next piece of information. So we lean heavily into social media these days, getting our word out. Uh, We've got to have that stopping power on social media right at the get-go to try to grab attention. Uh, So we focus that way. We also use influencers. Influencer marketing is really prominent. I don't think any one of us could ever sit back and say we haven't stopped and listened to what people we respect and admire have to say about any given topic. So we partner with influencers to help us get the word out. And those influencers can be chefs. Some of them are nutrition professionals, dietitians. Uh, we've partnered with athletes to tell their story and how much they love potatoes. So we rely heavily on digital marketing these days to get the word out. But we've also done some event marketing. 
So we've been at rock and roll marathons the last few years where we're able to be in front of athletes on course, sampling potatoes. This year, we're going to be at gyms. We're going to have some ads running on gym TV that feature potatoes and the performance benefits. The world has changed. The way we market has changed. Uh, but that's what makes it so fun. And of course, everybody knows about potatoes. They've enjoyed potatoes. And so it's there. It's always been there in the grocery store, on their dinner plates. How important is it, though? Is it uh, how, how do we reach out to these consumers and remind them about potatoes with these new media fronts? Of, of course, I love how you explain utilizing social media and influencers. But sometimes uh, in the countryside, we're so focused on getting the product produced. You know that that that's obviously why why Potatoes USA was formed was to market that. But how do we remind folks about potatoes? They've been there a long time. We love them, but. Why is it important to remind them about potatoes? Well, that's true. Consumers do love potatoes, which is really a great benefit for us. So we are always trying to find something new that they haven't thought about before when they think about potatoes. Of course, they're beloved at every family gathering, holidays, uh, even when we're out and about going through the drive through getting those tasty fries that we all love. But we want to surprise them a bit, tell them something that maybe not be it may not be top of mind for them. So we have a culinary program at Potatoes USA where we are constantly developing new recipes, featuring potatoes in new, surprising, yet delicious ways. So it has that stopping power. We talked about on social media as an example. We also are telling them about that potato fuel performance. That's not something consumers generally have thought about as it relates to potatoes. So we're continuing to share new information with them that makes them think about potatoes a little bit differently than they may have thought about them in the past. So potatoes continue to be the product of choice that remains on their plates. They continue to eat it, enjoy it, feel good about what they're eating. That's what it's all about. Well, you mentioned stopping power. Nothing has more stopping power than at Potato Expo. And you have uh, Chef R.J. Harvey up on stage with uh, some someone from, say, let's say, the food the Food Network, and you hear. Well, first off, you smell what they're cooking, and then you stop and you listen to the ingredients and what they're making. Uh, there are so many different ways that you can prepare potatoes, and when you have these world class chefs showing and showcasing those recipes. Uh, that is one of my favorite parts about uh, a potato expo is getting to sneak behind stage and, and trying out some of those potatoes. Uh, Kim, I have to be honest. <laughs> Me too. That's my favorite part as well about potato expo is getting to sample some of the great products and smell it. But to be honest, that's what we get to do all day, every day around here as well. And whether we're doing it in our offices here in Denver at our phenomenal new culinary kitchen called the Spud Lab, or we're doing it out in the market meeting with food service operators and chefs uh, to create new menu items, or we're in our international countries working with chefs there using U.S. potatoes. It just blows my mind in terms of the creativity and versatility that the product delivers. So the ability to continue to surprise consumers with new and, new and fun and delicious ways to eat potatoes, it's endless, which is great. Now, I hear there's a little bit of a, a proud point that we can uh, share here today uh, in terms of 
people's favorite uh, options on their on their uh, plates. Uh, we, we've seen potatoes and corn compete pretty evenly over the past few years, but uh, could you share a little more on that? Yes, we love this fact. Uh, when I started back eight years ago, as you mentioned earlier, potatoes were tied for second place as America's favorite vegetable. Potatoes and corn were neck and neck. Uh, and broccoli at that time was the number one vegetable. But in the last six years, through I would like to think all of our focused, effective marketing programs, we have elevated potatoes to be the number one favorite vegetable of, Amer- of Americans. So that is a great place to be. We love being number one. Um, and it's for good reason. It's such a fabulous product, and we're so thankful we get to market it. Now, I, I do need to ask, Kim, uh, what is uh, your favorite potato dish? Well, I'm going to sound like a politician, but I have to say I'm nonpartisan. I honestly have not come across a potato dish I don't love. I'm not a big fan of blue cheese or truffle oil, uh, but other than that, there isn't a potato dish out there I don't love. And I don't, I love them fresh. I love um, them frozen and fries, every cut of a fry, as well as dehydrated. You can do some, I've just had some delicious dishes with all forms of potatoes. So I do sound a little uh, biased perhaps, but pretty much you can't go wrong with the potato unless it has a couple of those ingredients <laughs> that I don't care for mixed in. Well, I'll be standing by if if you don't want to try if if there's truffle oil or blue cheese uh, options out there. I'll I'll be standing by and I'll I'll help you out on that front and and enjoy those for you. Perfect. <laughs> But Kim, I want to maybe just circle back again. We we used the word collaboration earlier, and we talked about all the work that Potatoes USA does uh, in, in creating new dishes, but also that uh, research on the nutrition end of things. And that truly helps uh, the playbook for Cam Quarles and his team that are on the policy end. That uh, that that's the the job of the National Potato Council is to advocate and, and have have a say for producers out in Washington. D.C. How, how important is it, though, that the collaboration, again, I just want to circle back there because it's such a, a great relationship, the promotion arm, the policy arm, but at the end of the day, it's advancing the U.S. potato industry altogether. Yes, there's rarely a day that goes by that we don't talk to one another about whatever topic might be at hand. We conduct a lot of research, and we provide that freely to the National Potato Council. Frankly, anybody in the industry, we're happy to give all of our research to. Our research is your research. But those insights are very instrumental in the work that they do uh, with the folks in Washington, D.C., advocating for the potato industry. It's really important. Uh, We're also working to break down those trade barriers that are out there and ensure that our industry has the opportunity for to trade and to effectively sell their product wherever they want. So uh, we work extremely closely. If there's any bad press that may be said, we'll work to touch base on that. Really ensure that the accurate information and the most up-to-date information is available to the public at any uh, turn. So it's a great partnership. I'm very thankful for all of the hard work that my colleagues at the National Potato Council do on behalf of the industry. And I think we make a pretty solid team. 
Well, again, uh, thank you, Kim, for joining us here today, sharing more about your background and your passion for promoting potatoes. And uh, we look forward to seeing you and, and many of our listeners coming up in Denver, Colorado at the beginning of January for Potato Expo 2023. It it hurts my brain to say 2023 because it just feels like we were down in Anaheim not too long ago at Potato Expo 2022. Uh, Kim, could you just maybe share a preview of what uh, attendees can expect to see from uh, at Potato Expo in terms of what Potatoes USA will be providing uh, on, on your front? Absolutely. We have submitted to the National Potato Council several breakout discussions on topics ranging from consumer demand to Mexico. Uh, and everything in between, what's happening on the menu with potatoes, lots of great content coming up. We look forward to making that available to the industry and engaging in conversations. I know our chef, RJ Harvey, is super excited uh, to be on a at an event with other famous chefs uh, to do a little duel with potatoes, a little competition, which, as you mentioned, last year smelled delicious. I think this year is going to smell delicious as well. Uh, we have a booth. We want people to come by. We would love to talk to anybody and everybody that's at Potato Expo about the programs that we're doing, about how we're marketing potatoes, answer their questions, share information and insights, and honestly, learn from you all. We love to hear what's going on out there and what things we can do. And if you have ideas, come by, talk to us. We would love to see you there. Well, again, uh, just a shout out, Potato Expo 2023, the 4th and 5th of January, a great way to start off the new year. And it's not too far from the airport, so you can literally land, take a Uber over to the Gaylord Rockies Resort. Uh, it's, a, it's a place that the entire family can enjoy. So bring the entire family, start off the new year, and uh, and take in Potato Expo 2023. Kim, before we leave today, any last thoughts you would just like to share with our listeners on the I Am Potatoes podcast? Well, Lane, I thank you for the opportunity to everybody in the industry, all the growers that are out in your fields harvesting the potatoes. I just want you to know how excited we are for the new crop to arrive. Uh, to be promoting it and supporting the industry at large. It's a true honor, and I thank you for this opportunity. Again, Kim Bashir is joining us, Chief Marketing Officer with Potatoes USA, and we look forward to having more conversations with Kim and everyone involved in the U.S. potato industry here on the Eye on Potatoes podcast. With that, I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the National Potato Council's Eye on Potatoes podcast with host Lane Nordland. For more information, visit nationalpotatocouncil.org and make sure to subscribe to the podcast today.